Thank you so much for joining us on a brand new episode of 420 Grams. Our Euro coverage hashtag 420 X Euro hashtag Euro by 420. Uh, spread the hashtag around because we're on the social game as well. No matter how old we may look, uh, but sort of to bring our average age down, we got a very young-looking guy today. He's joining us for the very first time on our Euro coverage. You've seen us on our on our shows in the past. Darren Caldera, who's played among some of the biggest clubs in Indian football, Bengaluru FC, Mohan Bagan, Kerala Blasters. Darren, good to have you with us today. And what a day to come on, man! Where you got some classic football, uh, whether it be the Germany-Portugal game or even Hungary, sort of giving France a real run for their money last night. Starters, thank you so much for having me. I've been actually texting you guys to have me on the show for a while, and finally, you guys have had the time to get me on it. So, <laughs> so we are cutting much. this clip, and we will run it as a promo now. From whenever we have to promo our show, definitely go for it. But yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, we've got we had a. We have some good games coming up, and then we had uh, Germany, uh, Portugal last night, which was probably one of the best games. I know we say we say this every day because there's a new game that's really good, but this is probably for me, in my opinion, the best game that we had in the Euro so far. Because you had your goals, you had own goals for that matter. You had Ronaldo scoring, which everyone was hoping for, and you had mm. a lot of action. And you got to see the Germans bounce back after that first game, which was uh, good to see from a neutral standpoint. Fair, fair point. Uh, before we uh, introduce the other two guests, uh, since we're talking about getting younger, बार बार ये दिन आए ना ना सर आपके लिए नहीं है ये हमारे friend of the show हैं original friend of the show उनके लिए happy birthday gift यहाँ पे हम गा रहे हैं happy birthday to the one and only Renati Singh who's just turned sixteen. If you take a look at his Instagram stories, I'm guessing fifteen. Um, so much love to you, Renati Bhai, and may you continue. Coming on the show, lending your perspective, and uh, we love having you. And everyone who watches the show loves watching you as well. So much love and a happy birthday to the one and only Renati Singh, former India captain. Uh, ab jo humne book kar diya, Jadhi Basu is in the house, Sadhant Annie is in the house, the guys with the most fan following on this show. Jadhi sir, kya hal hai apke? Darren ne badi nicely sum up kiya that it was his finest game of the tournament, Germany versus Portugal. But I, I'd say from a neutral's perspective. I enjoyed watching the Hungary game purely because Hungary gave them such a fight, and there were moments in that game while France chugged out on them. Hungary wasn't getting subdued. They said, "Okay, chugged, we'll come back again." Yes, look, I mean, apart from that, one more thing which really I like, which really I enjoyed, is there were sixty thousand people at the ground. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and after the, uh, I was I was reading somewhere after the. After the match, Griezmann has uh, Griezmann. Uh, I think Griezmann has said that we we were little unaccustomed to so much of crowd, mm. and sh- sh- because for the last one year we hardly played in front of any crowd, and the and the and the entire crowd was rooting for the local team, of course, uh, at the Puskas Arena. So it it uh, we were little unaccustomed to it, and uh, we had to adjust to the thing. So when your when your fans come to the ground. How much? I am not saying that Hungary played because only because of their fans. I am not saying, yeah. but still, so much change it can bring to a team's performance when you have your. Well, last one year we missed fans because of several reasons, but uh, this is one I really liked. Match, of course, was very very intense match, good match. Uh, Hungary played very well, but this presence of crowd I I really enjoyed. Uh, Annie, bhai, uh, because happy birthday to you for turning seventy-four. Um, 
भाई जर्मनी पोर्चुगल की अगर बात करें द बिगर ऑफ द टू गेम्स नॉट बिकॉज आई दॉज बेटर और समथिंग बट द बिगर ऑफ द टू गेम्स इज गिवन यू सिक्स गोल्स एंड एंड राइटफुली सो एंटरटेनिंग इज प्रोबेबली द राइट वर्ड टू सी इट बट वुड आई बी राइट इन सेइंग द डिफेंस एंड मिडफील्ड ऑफ बोथ टीम्स स्पेशली वेन डिफेंडिंग समझ में नहीं आ रहा था भाई कर क्या रहे हो आप लोग आप तो सबको जाने दे रहे हो सब कुछ आपके पास से जा रहे हैं वहां पर Yeah, I think uh, all of our sort of analysis so far of how organized these teams are going to be and how they're going to approach everything went completely out of the window yesterday, <laughs> and I think that's what made it so much fun to watch. Yeah, in a sense, uh, if, if especially if you're neutrals and and you're just looking at uh, you know who's going to progress and how far in the tournament, uh, it was free for all, absolute like whatever is. whatever goes basically yeah 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 and uh, and when you have that kind of an attitude with the the mix of players that you have on the pitch obviously it's going to lead to a bit of fireworks dhamakedar football uh, maybe not the uh, best game to watch from a coach's perspective uh, or maybe maybe actually it is because you have uh, enough examples there to bring in bring out in the video analysis room of how not to do things probably yeah. Uh, so, so from that perspective, it gave us a lot. I think uh, yesterday in that 90 minutes, uh, it's starting to get a little bit tougher to follow all the games, obviously, because last round of qualifying fixtures. But but the next not not a single day has gone days. by, bhai. Not a single yeah. day has gone by in this Euro where you haven't said, "Yar, ye kya game tha?" Yeah. Not a single day has gone by ki maza nahi aaya aaj kya the. Yeah. 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 I think and and something that we kind of touched on uh, previously as well, but uh, that. Yes, there are smaller teams and bigger teams in terms of the kind of uh, quality of players they have on the pitch. But so many teams are demonstrating that uh, the the willingness to fight and also enough talent to actually give the big name teams like Hungary did yesterday a proper proper run. Yeah, uh, not just you know sticking in it for sixty seventy minutes, but going all the way. Yeah, which is the remarkable thing for for a tournament with twenty four teams. You expect that. There'll be a bunch of teams that are just making up the numbers, but that doesn't seem to be the case at all. Darren, a word on Robin Gosens, man, uh, the talk of the town. Um, so I'll tell you about this kid. So, so Germany, the national team takes pride in its local league. So that being Bundesliga, that we have a lot of players. The fulcrum of our team comes from Bundesliga, or have played a large majority in the Bundesliga. Our man hasn't played a single minute in the Bundesliga up until his late teens and I think twenties. He was playing amateur level football. The kind of football where you go play a game and then you visit a pub after, and you destroy whatever you earned on the field. Then, because he's in a such a evolved setup like Europe, so everyone has got an eye. अच्छा ये अच्छा player है चाहे park में खेल रहा है. I can call up someone, have a look at him, get him a trial. Reach the area to visit him. From the area to visit him, he's come to Serie A with Atalanta, and he's just blossoming, man. And the way he was playing, like if you saw his touch map, Garen, you know, through the left flank, it was just a straight line. The only time that line was cutting in was when he's right up top in Portugal's half and he's bombing into that D. Otherwise, it was just that one line. We kept on doing that throughout the game, man. Yeah. No, absolutely. For me, like uh, I was looking at the game and then he was somebody who just played 60 minutes, but I thought he was the best player on the pitch because uh, he was definitely bombing up and down that left flank. There was so much of energy, and you could see Bernardo Silva not having the best of games was because you could see Gosens was always, you know. Up and down that pitch, defending well, also attacking at the same time. So that wasn't giving Bernardo Silva enough of time on the ball to attack, also because he had to do a lot of defensive work. 
Hmm. You've got to give credit also for club level. That's the kind of football they play at, at Atlanta. If you go to see yeah. they're a team with a lot of energy, they're constantly pressing, winning the ball back in like five seconds. And then, you know, straight away attacking. There's not too much of tiki-taka passing the ball around and, you know, keeping too much possession. They win the ball and in three seconds, they stay straight away, you know, uh, attacking forward. So, you've got to give credit to also the club level football that he's playing. But he's got that into... Uh, the German national team, and I think that's what Joachim uh, Low loves about him. He gives that energy up and down the flag. He's got a couple of assists. He scored a goal, and for me, he's going to be a very, very important player going forward. Uh, you know, I felt uh, after the first game, everyone, you know, a lot of people, including me, are talking about maybe Germany uh, not having an informed number nine. I think they were kind of missing that. If you look at the mm. entire squad, they've got players in positions which are good. You know, quality players all around. They've got like Timo Werner and Boland on the bench, but I don't think they are strikers in form. So you've got to see the movement of the rest of the players for the likes of uh, Gnabry and Muller and, um, you know. Kimmich on that side, man. Kimmich yeah. on the right, this guy on the left. And Kavertz also for me was there was so much of movement between these three players. They were in the pocket sometimes, dropping in, Muller dropping in, or Havertz dropping in. And then they would, uh, you know, just make those runs again uh, behind the lines and things like that. And then you had. Uh, Gossens, who was outstanding for me again, you know, bombing up and down the flag, putting in those crosses, defending well. So, all round, I thought, uh, you know, Germany were just outstanding last night. Um, um, and, you know, Gossens gets a lot of credit uh, uh, for that last game also. Yeah, you know, Jaydeep sir, uh, Darren touched upon it really well. Um, that historically, you would have seen that when Germany plays, they play a four, four-man back. Right? Simple, 4-4-2 khelte hai, tournament-level football. Mein, and you know what is coming from them. He's come under a lot of criticism from home fans, from experts at home saying, why are you playing this three-man defence which turns into a five-man defence without the ball? Shift to a back four. And the results haven't really helped him because the results haven't been that great. It's been inconsistent sort of run. But what he's also doing is he realises that his two main guys are Gossens and Kimmich. They do the same for club-level football and he's given them the same role. So it's an easy fit. And you get the best out of them going forward. Yeah, and not only that, the coach, coach, and the entire team has to be has to be credited that when they were when they were uh, when they were trailing by a goal, and a goal which was scored by world's best player, one of our world's finest players has scored the goal, and mm. everybody is expecting that Germany will Germany will go down. Uh, at that point of time, they made such furious attacks. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. That, is, that is that is really stunned me. That they, as if they are leading by a goal. They one after one. Otherwise, how a defense has been forced to score two self goals, two own goals yeah. have been scored in a span of maybe 10-15 minutes. It's a and that too against a team which had won the championship last last time. It's a. I was very impressed by the way. Germans went all out. Of course, the two two wingbacks also, especially that Gossen fellow who plays in the plays in the uh, uh, Serie. A. I believe the team he plays for, his there also his coach asks asks him to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Gasparini. Uh, yeah, Gasparini. He has to do the same thing. So yeah. he knows how to do. So uh, yeah, and Joachim Low must be under tremendous pressure. This was a match. They, they were looking to the exit after the first goal. Germany was looking to Europe exit actually, but uh, the, the kind of pressure they put on the on the team and 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 a team which were which were champions last year, 
it was amazing well uh, i was i was very impressed by their by their style of play i must say any bhai portugal also, like uh, it's uh, it's uh, wakim blows uh, last tournament in charge of germany so maybe also a little bit of extra uh, importance for him there i think hansi flick is taking over for him from him as a national team coach no i i would i would i would assume if if you've done what you've done like jokim do and you're playing your last tournament as coach i think the pressure would be off pressure in the sense no yeah but if you're leaving the team you want to leave on a high no uh so pressure in the sense maybe not pressure in terms of job pressure or, or from that point of view but just just in terms of uh, on what note he wants to basically say goodbye to the national team and what then set in place something for his uh, successor also to hmm. either live up to or or try to better or whatever case may be darren did did hungry uh, how do i put it did hungry expose something in france last night because here we were we are talking about this all conquering dominating france um because not only are they looking scary going in front but they have a solid back four and someone like a kanté in front of and them. a great middle also yeah yeah exactly so yeah. did they expose a few chinks in that game yesterday yeah definitely i mean if you look at uh, hungary from the first game also against portugal uh, i mean they conceded three yes but if you look at you can't really go by that score line if you actually look at the game i thought hungary defended really really well there are team probably one of the best teams right defending right now because i feel like they dig deep they have a lot of grit about their team so they don't you know if they can hold on hold off teams like portugal and france to a certain extent you know that they've got something in that uh, defensive line yeah. and um, again france was so free flowing again in that first game against germany you could see them moving around so well and then you could they didn't have any of that uh, uh, for that matter against uh, Uh, hungry I, w- i would say france did have their chances they had their moments to to score probably if they scored a goal it would have been a completely different game but that gave hungry the confidence hungry obviously going forward also they, they've got a bit of pace and uh, you know that bit of quality going up front as well you know like they can hit yeah. teams on the counter which is which is really it works for them and they do it really fast man yeah exactly a counter attack is supposed to be that way you know it's not like you get the ball and then start passing sideways and you know take your time on it if you if you're going to try to beat teams like france and you know any other team going forward maybe germany you'll have to hit them really quickly on the counter if you're going to go up against a hummels in the next game like if you want to beat hummels you have to beat him with pace that's the only way you you'll probably beat him so i think hungary have given themselves a chance now in this last game which is that's why it's really interesting in this group of death and uh, they've got the players to do it and i i wouldn't be surprised if germany uh, you know if hungary probably get a positive result against uh, germany they they've shown that now in the last two games they've lost the first one but they've mm-hmm. got a very um, positive result against france and you know you cannot say anything in world football at the moment like this this euros i feel is a very open tournament the favorites yeah, you know we've spoken about belgium and france being favorites they had good first games the second game been a bit off and then you suddenly see germany having an off game the first time and sunny doing so well so i think it's very open this tournament and is there for the taking any bhai our in house calculator um third place lag raha hai yahan se koi niklega ki yahan se nahi niklega koi third place banke so third place uh, little bit is dependent on what will happen in group b yaar in the england czech republic croatia group because now that's the really first first group huh, by the way might be a post group but if if uh, teams from that group end up with four points then portugal are in a bit of bother yeah uh, you know irrespective of what might happen in the last game because w- what will happen in the third place calculation is that out of four groups a b e and f 
uh, one team will go through as the third place uh, best depending on how many points they have or if they're tied on points then goal difference I'm, I'm guessing because they're not from the same group so you can't have any head to head in that calculation uh, so uh, yeah I'm I'm seeing honestly two group uh, France and Germany going through from from uh, group F and uh, the likelihood of I don't know if, if the Croatians uh, can pick things up but uh, it depends a lot so. on on what they end up doing but but they seem better positioned i think for three teams to go through from that group fair point uh, england czech and croatia yeah before we move on kids are talking about uh, arsenal sold ganabri for 5 million and people still ask why they finished 10th bhai hum to nahi puch rahe we have given up hope on that team long time back us ladke ko aapne 5 million ke liye bech diya look at how he's blossomed man Oof, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole, uh, there's a long list of uh, Arsenal players at ex-Arsenal players at this tournament, and I think we'll we'll jump into that story on a separate occasion because it it deserves time by itself. Uh, just reflective of the thought process of what's happening in that rubbish club, uh, honestly. Oh, rubbish. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. But you know. आप हंगरी की बात कर रहे थे तो जस्ट मैं थोड़ा there's a, a forward or whatever some words from alex ferguson who i think everyone will recognize and all our united fans will appreciate uh, where he's saying i was a young boy when uh, puskas burst onto the scene unexpectedly and i believe therein lies the distinction of how true greatness is defined uh, great players do things that you don't expect so when i dodged school on uh, some wednesday afternoon in 1953 to watch england versus hungary at wembley no one expected what we were about to witness a new way of playing football uh, nothing short of breathtaking so because you know we talk so often about total football as a kind of dutch phenomena um, and many of us obviously we are uh, so but know that hungarian team in the 50s yeah. yeah yeah so so these guys were actually perhaps the uh, first exponents in terms of national teams to play that kind of total football and and uh, so so have that up a brief a brief bit about that hungarian team before we move on to the next segment of the 50s and 60s when india was also uh, doing well at the time jaydeep sir yeah i didn't sir sorry sorry a, a brief bit about the hungarian team of the 50s and 60s um and he just brought up a nice point saying that everyone talks about total football free flowing football brought to you by the dutch uh, in the 70s and you know sort of perfected through the 80s uh but before them in the 50s and 60s it was hungary who brought it to the world yeah between i think between 1949 and 1954 for five years in a row they they did not lose a match the only match they lo- lo- lost i think was 54 uh, uh world cup final <clears throat> in which uh, at least puskas was injured so they couldn't 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 uh, they couldn't uh, play as as a uh, well, but against a team they lost to germany which a team which they beat them i think 4-1 or 7-1 or something in a in a pre, in a previous game and finally they lost to germany 3-2 so it was a team uh, i think in europe history of world football the team like hungary of the 40s and late late 40s and 50s had rarely come mm. see they they 
everybody but once that revolution came the invasion of hungary the players ran away they went to other places so the great hungarian the invasion of hungary in 55 or 56 remember, 56 that that destroyed hungarian football actually the basics of see in 1960 olympics also they played well even 1966 world cup they played well i think they drew goalless with brazil in 1966 world cup but those great days never came back mm-hmm. if if the if the invasion of hungary had really really harmed anything they took, that was that was their football so just It, just asking you if you are playing five going in front so how many are staying back then two three two in the middle bhai <laughs> two in the middle so five to seven seven <laughs> matlab aapke paas uh, teen three defenders yeah so teen do paas to tab kheli lete the three to five was uh, not a, not a problem for people those days Darren, three to five, what a time to be alive, man! I love this. Yeah, I would love to go back and and watch one of the games uh, just to see how it uh, how it goes. Yeah. But it's so nice hearing it from uh, Jadeep sir, yeah, about Hamri uh, back then and the formation and uh, you know I've only heard stories, but now hearing it, you know, live from someone which is which is great. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and read a bit about Hamri back then. And yeah, like I mean, it's a great formation. Yeah, like I would love to see how this. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it can work in modern football, but. Uh, Yeah. Probably South South Delhi Dynamos could try it in one of the games. Okay. It's already and you can watch it. Yeah. Just just. Hamara, Hamara, why? 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 we're going to talk about a comment made by spain midfielder thiago alcantara and how he's saying the beautiful game is lacking a bit of beauty in our case right so thiago alcantara has recently come out and said uh, he loves modern day football modern day football has a lot of physicality there's a lot of aggression there's a lot of uh, how do i say uh, players are a lot fitter but somehow the magic of football is missing Darren, can you kind of understand what he's saying? Because uh, is he is he trying to say that stuff is just way too tactically uh, dependent nowadays, thereby giving less room for a player to show some individual brilliance? आपने दिखाया तो आपकी tactics खराब होगी, so you don't do that also. Yeah, in a way, like I mean, obviously, if Thiago is saying it, you got to sit back and and listen to it, because uh, you do see like a lot of teams. Um, you know, even with the the kind of players they have, the creative players, you you see them like when without with the ball. I mean, they're great, but when you see them without the ball, sometimes there's a lot of defensive work to do. Now there's a lot of discipline that you you have to defend and attack. There's no like, okay, you know, you we we don't we don't have the ball. You can just stay in that position when you get it and then mm-hmm. go and you know attack. There's no that doesn't work in in modern football now. Everyone defends together as a team and attacks as a team. And then, like you know, like it's mentioned, you don't see a lot of uh, number tens as well. Uh, you know, maybe you have number tens where they're playing these positions where it's kind of yeah, it's a kind of a free free position where you move all around the field. But at the same time, yeah. you got to defend a lot. So 
uh, you know that's another thing that he's mentioned um but yeah you don't see a lot of like you know previously you had your so many so many of the number 10s like off the top of my head i can think of uh, rui costa another player i really mm. like uh, watching mm-hmm. for his his country but well, he defend nahi karte the kabhi bhi rui costa sir exactly like i remember as a player you would never see him you know sticking a leg and putting a lot of tackles but every time he got the ball it was just magic you know everything in slow motion he would pick those yeah. passes score important goals and he's just one of the players off the top of my head that i'm mentioning here there are so many more would, would uh, de bruyne be a modern day number 10 because sort of he attacks with a little bit of intent and pace yeah. but also he falls back for city and makes so that the shape is not broken no definitely i, I think de bruyne is one of those players who's got so much <clears throat> quality right now one of the best players in the world uh, you know he gets the ball and he's always producing some sort of uh, a magic but you also see him like with pep guardiola for club you you don't you you see everyone defending as well so you don't see him like he loses the ball or they lose the ball you see him also dropping back and defending so that's what's required of a modern day number 10 i think now you can't just only be good on the ball you have to chip in with that defensive work ani bhai aapke number 10 kaun hai jo aapke dil ko light yeah, up kar sake wo number 10 matlab 90s ke all the way bhai to kya kehte hain roberto baggio was the the guy who made us cry made us uh, both out of joy <coughs> at the sheer beauty of the things he was able to do with the ball Hmm. and also then then uh, out of sadness when you know things didn't work out in in the end as planned that 94 world cup final uh, I, i don't think i i will ever forget that uh, major part to play in in why i love the game as much as uh, whatever i do uh, so for me number 10 will always be he will always be like the the in my head the the, the number 10 uh but what a position man like it's something that everyone i think when we were kids uh, playing the sport everyone aspired to wear that number mm-hmm. everyone wanted to be that guy the central guy in the whole team you know the one uh, the, the one that everyone wants to pass the ball to uh irrespective of who you have playing in front uh, or the center forwards and all that were in a means sense to an end. means to an end yeah absolutely it was all about that guy and what 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 that player was uh, able to create and and the magic that they, uh, that these players weaved uh, dennis burkamp obviously is another one uh, would you, would you qualify him as a number 10 that's why he's my favorite player but i won't take his name as a number 10 cuz what he's doing is a lot more advanced on the field yeah fair enough in in, in enough. a smaller pace of time uh, you know lesser space to operate in as opposed to number 10 who's got that luxury ki ball aayi aapne dekha kya kiya game chalaya and moving on जयदीप सर आपके एनी स्पेसिफिक नंबर 10 जो आपके दिल को गार्डन गार्डन कर देता है रोल ऑफ नंबर 10 हैज 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 चेंज्ड ओवर द इयर्स इट इट नॉट दैट द रोल व्हाट द रोल ऑफ नंबर 10 यूज्ड टू बी 20 30 इयर्स अगो नाउ इट हैज चेंज्ड नाउ द रोल ऑफ नंबर 9 हैज हैज बिकम मोर मोर इंपॉर्टेंट एट टाइम्स सो मेनी थिंग्स आर देयर इन माय माइंड इफ यू आस्क मी द बेस्ट नंबर 10 आई हैव सीन इन इंडिया बेस्ट नंबर 10 इज मोहम्मद हबीब आई हैव सीन i have not seen another another uh, number 10 like him. he was mm-hmm. the, there was those days it was not fashion to call a call a player leader legend and all these things every time you take his name it was yeah. not a fashion those days but ah, he was ye to tv walon ka kaam hai ye to ha ye tv tv ka kaam hai tv ka kaam tab to hum habib bhai bolte the ha he was a, he was a, he was a perfect number 10 and international to uh, i have i have watched tiago maradona i have interviewed him so i can't think of anybody else as as a bit better number 10 in my life i believe pele was also a great number 10 but we have watched pele little little of him 
I'm going to throw in two other names. Um, I didn't, get, you know, uh, I had the fortune of at least watching him in La Liga when he was playing for Villarreal, and what a season he had for one Ramon Riquelme. Um, when he took them to that semi-final of the Champions League, losing to Arsenal, and that was also a solid Arsenal team. Um, but you know, it was it was a tough game to watch because purely you were watching the way this guy was operating with the ball, wherever he had the ball, whatever situation you would give him the ball, whether he has pressure on him or not. He would always hold it, and the beauty of him was both his legs would work in tandem. एक से लिया लेफ्ट पे ले गया, लेफ्ट से लाया, राइट पे ले आया. And क्या प्लेयर था सर? मैं तो honestly इसके अगर वीडियोस देखने तो इसको देखो बोका जूनियर्स में क्या खेलते हैं. Which is ten times more physical than the European League. वहाँ पे तो मतलब आपने दो को काटा तो तीसरा आके मार के ही जाएगा आपको. चाहे कुछ भी हो जाए. Ready for physical challenge there. Yeah, yeah. To flourish in that sort of an environment, it sort of uh, you know. Gets you ready for Europe, where you can operate with so much time and space. And then, of course, Pablo Aymar. Yeah, that Valencia ka jo uska period tha, um, hair aside and whatever. But what a player! That team was set around him. You know, that Aymar will be operating between the lines. Aymar will drop back. Aymar will make initiate play. A lot of people like talking about Mendy Etta and all, but for me, it was Aymar who would unlock all teams for Valencia. Uh, Any number ten uh, in India, like Mohammad Habib, uh, sir, uh, sir had mentioned uh, uh, right now. Uh, for you, uh, if uh, if there would be any other thing, Darren, uh, a number ten right now, who who could sort of uh, play this role, uh, not I mean, just a boy who's playing in the national team, but in club level football, if you see. Uh, I mean, uh, again, off the top of my head, I'm just saying a couple of names that who could probably play there would be. in the current setup would be brandon maybe play as a as a number 10 um, you know because he's got that bit of intelligence and uh, awareness of you know where he should be on the pitch and things like that then there's sunil as well i think he's somebody who could play that number 10 role uh, probably uh, for the national team and uh, club level uh, there are no, not sahel not sahel i i always feel like sahel has a bit more to him and you need to persist with the guy man Yeah, I think Sahal is more of a number eight for me. Uh, I think he's somebody who uh, you know has a lot of energy. You want him. He can also drop back, do a bit of defending. You know, move up. Like he, he's more of a, I would say, a box to box midfielder for me. Only because I've seen him up close in training when I was at uh, Kerala Blasters with him, and a lot of people see him in games and things like. You know, they see the you know he's got that bit of skill and flair, and that's good. That works. But he's also got this thing about him where he puts in a lot of tackles and works hard. and uh, i feel if he gets the right coach for uh, you know at club level and somebody who uses him well i think he can be a great asset to uh, the national team is just about him uh, getting enough of game time and he needs to obviously produce day in and day out he's not you know you can't you can't have sahal having one good game and then you know going quiet for the next couple of games and then again mm-hmm. but in the current setup i can see these players uh, uh, probably doing well I think it's a bit. It's a bit tough, also, yeah. Given you know what we were talking about, what you guys mentioned, and Jaydeep was saying specifically, as well as Thiago Alcantara in that article, obviously, that the role of the number ten has changed with modern football coming in. So, uh, especially uh, young players who are being developed in the system now in India, uh, we find very often, and when when Renity is on the show, he often comments on this that that because uh, so many of the players are coming through. Uh, this system and this organized way of playing uh, the the freedom to develop uh, the intelligence the creativity etc that that is required and also to some extent obviously the technical ability is is absolutely 100% important 
but players don't often get that chance like uh, like pandit you were saying that you know even with someone like sahel you need to give game time you need to persist you need to give that guy as much opportunity to operate uh, even if he's not an, an like textbook number 10 yeah darren does he need right. to leave the franchise then uh, i don't think so i mean they've got a new coach now so hopefully but wo to har saal unka coach badalta hi hai wo to wo to hai it's all about him so i i remember like i when i was with him in kerala blasters he was playing on the right wing which is not his position i don't feel but obviously a coach has a plan so a coach played him on the right wing for uh, you know the new coach came in last season and uh, he was playing in the middle again but then picked up a few injuries on and off then again do we like in, in indian football are we going to see a number 10 indian player playing as a number 10 how often can we say that we've seen an indian player playing as a number 10 yeah Yeah, it's always you can't afford that luxury yeah it's always generally a foreigner who's playing there or you will find there's no number 10 itself you won't have that position yeah. only the kind of formation they are playing it's very rare that you will say that okay there's a number 10 and he's playing an indian player in that role right um then again again it depends on the coaches the kind of formation what kind of foreigners uh, they want there and the positions they want it's good at least the coming season there's uh, one less foreigner so you'll see another indian player getting a chance in the 11 then again i don't see an indian player playing a number 10 role for me I, you barely have one one or two teams that would probably go into an indian footballer playing that in that role jadeep sir the reason i was asking whether you should leave the franchise is not because of any other reason but purely because kya hota hai ki when a kid has been around in a team you sort of build a reputation uh, there's a thought process so even when the new coach will come in to kerala he will be told that this boy is like this this boy has this qualities this boy doesn't have these qualities sometimes a change in environment a change in the person looking after you in church everything outside of the field also can sometimes aid in you reaching your potential which clearly you have anyone who sees you sees that you have that potential yeah the changes you have to accept that's the that's the style of professional football because people you what you want to say that that what you are asking asking you whether whether that that has an impact on the player isn't it that yeah. you are you, you are let uh, look at but uh, see if every coach has his own way of uh, own way of think uh, looking at things but at the same time the coach also has to come with a, with a kind of homework done that which player is uh, which player is capable of w- what role they are so unless there is a coordination between the player's ability and the coach's coach's demand the best cannot come out of the player no way that's what it is. unless you have a coach who's given a long term or at least a medium term project and said you have time to develop a playing style or a philosophy or whatever you want to call it then maybe that maybe uh, maybe a fc goa for example or a hyderabad uh, can be taken as examples of these right where you have some players are given the room to uh, grow and develop along with the team while also looking at a certain way of playing and and, and a philosophy overall as well as establishing those contacts within a community that's being built around the club etc etc mm-hmm. so it doesn't happen very often yaar in modern football rightly you're saying there's so much riding on it so much money 
and 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 everything is so result oriented that that it becomes a major challenge and that's why we we don't have so many players uh, in that these number 10 positions no, or players darren you've done it um, and i might be considered a bit of an idiot to tell an india player go play in the i league but at least you will be the focal point of the game there you no, will get required 90 minutes there yeah no i just want to touch up on a point sinan just said like about it's a, everything is result oriented like we he mentioned goa and hyderabad now uh, and you know how they're looking at a long term project but i mean tell me like one coach that gets a second year after having a bad season say you you your seventh or eighth on the table do you get a second year you will never get a second year even if there's progress like you see that the team is improving uh, you won't get a second year just because you 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 know your seventh on the table so i think indian football especially for a coach i think is very very difficult it's you just have to get results straight away going into the season you get that one season to get the results straight away and if you don't get it i don't think you're going to get that second season so compared to europe where they get that first season or maybe they even get a second season to you know if there's improvement they'll, they'll continue they'll continue at their job you don't get that with indian football it's you get first of all they barely 20 games so you got like 10 games to the first 10 games are so important for a for a coach a manager mm. to show the results you won't even you know probably you, you if you've seen a lot of the coaches have got sacked mid season as well and you've got the interim coaches you've got ishwar taking over you've got steven dyes taking over so i think the indian football to get a to get time for a manager is is close to impossible but like you said now you also mentioned about the players now um you know the thing is as a player you want to be on the on the biggest stage right you want to keep playing the isl you want to be in the limelight uh, you know it's very difficult for a player also players have that mentality thinking maybe if i take a step back go into the, go and play the i league will i get a chance mm. you know there's always that the national that, team for the national team or will i get a chance to get back into the isl there's always that that thought you know you don't want to take that chance because once you're in the isl you want to stick stick with the isl right yeah. uh, no disrespect towards the i league i think the i league is amazing and every season you see so much of talent all the talent comes through the i league to the isl so um, but then again as you know coming from a player's perspective you always feel like if if i am in the isl let me just stick with the isl and not take a step back but yeah if you're a young player say 20 21 you have that uh, maybe you have that luxury of taking a season and going back in the i league just developing as a player and then you know taking it forward but i i feel like if you hit 27 28 to take that chance to go back to the uh, the i league and then back to the isl is a bit of a risk yeah just very quickly i last thing i wanted to just add is that in a league where you don't have promotion or relegation i i really i find it hard to understand what this uh, obsession with results is uh, and if 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 a team from the fans perspective as your main stakeholders because if you're not going to get relegated there's really no risk so if you are showing progression in your first season or second season as a coach I'm not sure why clubs are so keen to chop and change and and, and make those kind of uh, decisions. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, if someone does the math in in totality since the start of the ISL till now, uh, how many managers have come and gone? Yeah, I'm sure more than thirty thirty though. Oh, guy, Aram. Yeah, yeah, and also like I think because all of the head coaches or managers, whatever you want to call them, are foreign uh, imported. they are probably also on very high contracts so so as much as perhaps the top players uh, are making maybe that's one reason fair point let's uh, now move on to our final segment which is called web ki baatein यानी भाई वेब की बातें नोयर साहब जर्मनी के कप्तान जो हैं उन्होंने कुछ मैसेजिंग करी है 
uh, in that match yesterday versus Portugal? Yep, I think first time, uh, as our producer was telling us, uh, the first time that uh, such a message has gone out. Basically, what Neuer did as captain of Germany, his armband was in the colours of the pride flag, uh, the, the gay pride flag, which is uh, the flag used by people all around the world. And we are celebrating Pride Month all around the world this uh, in the month of June. Uh, to basically talk about uh, sexual orientation and, and love is love. And the interesting part there uh, of Neuer doing this uh, was that the, the next game that Germany are playing, will be in Hungary in front of those 60-65,000 people. And uh, as we talked about on, on the show previously, the Hungarians have recently passed a law that kind of curtails the freedom of expression of the LGBTQ people. Uh, so so it's a it's a not-so-subtle message, uh, but an important message nevertheless. And I think there was quite a lot of uh, popular opposition uh, to this law in Hungary itself. So I think uh, Neuer's message is something that will find support, not just uh, with the German population, but also the Hungarians and uh, around the world. So it's an important message going on. But you would, Darren, also think that, you know, if you're playing a crucial game versus Hungary, um, in Hungary, and why do you want all that attention? Don't wear it for that game, because it could have an impact on the kind of pressure your team receives. Yeah, the thing is, see, uh, I mean, it, it's something he believes in and stands up for. So, it'll be interesting to see whether he's still wearing the same armband again yeah. for the Hungary game, considering what's what's happened recently in Hungary. But then again, I feel it's a personal choice. And if he's, uh, I'm pretty sure his management and, you know, everyone behind the scenes were aware of the fact that he's going to be wearing an armband. If, and if they've gone ahead with it, uh, then so be it. I mean, it's something he stands for and he's, he's clear about it. So, uh, hats off to him and uh, yeah, like I said, uh, like Siddhant actually just mentioned, love is love, right? So it's something he he, he stands up for. So good, good for him. I mean, I also there. sorry, final I made game, a made correction. A, there. Final game, final yeah, game, yeah, Munich, man. Munich, man. Sorry, I made a final mistake. Game, uh, final game is in Munich, uh, but we love you, sir. Love wala mante We love you yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, koi, koi but uh, I just want to ask you, Darren. Like you know, I, we had Renity the other day. That when you take a stand, and it's a personal choice. You're, you're right, totally. Um, do you guys ever think of the repercussions of what this might bring about to you personally and also uh, the larger this thing of the team you're part of or whoever you're representing at the time? Oh, definitely. Uh, you, you, you have to think of the repercussions yeah, at times. It, uh, you have to think about how bad could this get and what are people going to say? Is it going to like, you know, kind of um, hamper my future sort of work or anything of that matter. But like I said, I mean, it's a personal choice to make. And if you're going ahead with it, you're, you have to be ready for the repercussions. Uh, I remember being part of a, a couple of teams where, you know, especially a lot of teams do that now, where uh, beforehand, before the season starts, you have, you, they sit down with the players and tell you about the things you can say and, and shouldn't be saying, or probably, you know, which could be political or, you know, could be uh, controversial in a way. So they, they even tell you, you know, before you maybe post something or tweet something, you know, just run it by us and then go ahead with it. And I remember, uh, you know, I don't want to take names, but I had a couple of uh, tweets or posts that before I, I put it up, I ran, ran it by them and, you know, they weren't too happy about it. But yeah. certain things, like, I mean, if it's something you feel and you want to say, it, it's your choice and you must say it, right? Uh, so, so did, like did you have a conflict? Post- did you have a bit of a conflict uh, that, no, I'm going to put it, it's my own personal choice? Uh, I won't say it was very, it, it was mutual in the end and we decided that it would be fine. It, it shouldn't be too much of an issue. Uh, mm. You know, just 
just not be too over critical but uh, you can make your point in a in a more subtle way but then again i think it's a personal choice in the end and it's good to see a lot of uh, footballers on uh, the international level also uh, you know in india sometimes uh, having their say you know it's good to see it's not just about what you do on the pitch right it's uh, you know the things you also do off it so good to see a lot of mm-hmm. footballers all around standing up for what they think is right ஒருப்பிரசென்டிங் Yeah. like you know sir so it's it's a part of it's a, it's a new age phenomenon right uh, where this larger machinery is looking after the image of the franchise or the club or should i say jaise uh, corporates mein hr hai indian football mein bhi ek hr of sorts aa gaya hai which is that filter aa gaya kahan wo they are dominating as we discussed the other day it is all about headline management not managing the ball not man, not dribbling a player not passing it correctly not heading it properly it is about headline management ab bolo na kuch bhi bolte jao logo ke bare mein even if you finish last second last you say we have qualified to ho gaya kaam aapka wo to hai hi hai ab aap what is the biggest fun is as you as you had said i think you or sidham somebody had said just earlier you don't you don't get relegated at all to come back with any result you want to and go to get your proper get a proper sleep hmm. the same night to fir kya ye to as you said the pr aa gaya nahi hai it has it has uh, i am sorry to say it is like it is like managing the femina show so par pehle zamane mein kya tha ki pr scene tha of these big clubs say mahindra ho gaya tempo ho gaya um you know the calcutta PR, clubs those pr things were not part of the society at that back point of time those days pr was there but football and football of course was 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 more amateur than it is at the moment but the thing is that to make it professional if you if you make it a peer driven product if you consider football is a product and it can be peer driven then it is a problem which oh, i but i guess i guess what this they're, they're saying is should go hand in hand that you can't ignore the pr in today's day and age because it just simply opens up so many other possibilities of touching new markets see every every performance everything every club every franchise every league has three three aspects we had discussed it earlier good bad and ugly it all three together it makes a product it makes a what do you call it call it call it it's it's a it's it's legacy legacy tradition every everything comes from all three put together you mm. can, cannot eliminate one side completely and and show show the show only the brighter side so finally it will become it will become a, what to say it's an artificial production that is yeah hollow uh, and football is not an arti- artificial product because like not femina show that you put up some makeup and come nobody knows how you look at football you have to do it on the pitch and if you if you continue to ignore that aspect then it is not going to serve you in the in the long term yeah i i think uh, pretty much spot on as always uh, jaydeep da 
सर यहाँ पे आग आग लग गई है चैट पे जेबी सर आग जेबी सर आग लग गई to the guys who are actually walking this thin line on a constant basis uh pros who are scrutinized yeah, by everyone uh, whose every word that they say and, and every action is being constantly monitored and and has repercussions on uh, not not just obviously what they do uh, like on the pitch but but on their livelihoods as well sometimes man who gets what kind of jobs with what organizations you know we are, we can't forget that pros uh, pro players are also in it for their livelihood matlab uh, roti kapda makan etc so so big respect to the guys who manage to walk this line uh, do it subtly with respect to everyone but also then uh, manage to take a stand on issues that they find important whatever they might be we're not uh, here to judge that uh that's one part and secondly i think like just to uh, maybe round up or some end this conversation uh that there is this kind of attitude towards professional athletes that bhai aapka kaam hai khelna aap kheliye aur apna muh band rakhiye dimag chalana band kijiye ye i think bahut detrimental hai sport to sport in general uh, around the world irrespective of what sport it is because some of in my uh, this is anecdotal but some of the most intelligent the most empathetic the most compassionate people that i have met have been through sport and people people who are engaged in sport men women otherwise uh, so keeping their mouth shut i think does massive amounts of damage to society because these are also role models these are people that young that kids look up to and kids want to hear Uh, ideas and opinions from the people that they look up to beyond just how well you can kick the ball or or how fast you can run do you get that vibe darren sometimes from people who don't uh, follow sport or understand sport that sir aap aapka kaam hai ball chuna baki uske aage mat jaiye please no i completely agree with what sran just said um, uh, cuz see everyone's a doctor or a ceo or a footballer that secondary you're a human being first so i mean like he said all these everything that's happening around the world if you feel like something is wrong and you want to speak about it you're more than happy to speak about it like i'm not going to tell a, a ca tomorrow like don't comment on politics just do my accounts and shit like that right you're not going to say mm-hmm. something like that so it's it's stupid that people even i get a lot of dms sometimes if i have to voice my opinion about something i get a lot of dms saying all sorts of nonsense but it's it's something you you have to say like like sidan mentioned it's not just everything you do on the pitch it's a lot of things you do off the pitch a lot of people who are look up to you and you know like get inspiration from you and it's good to see it honestly is very good to see a lot of sportsmen not just footballers but every other sport uh, you know standing up for what they feel is right and i think it's it, it is important uh, that people just i think it's you you up. and ck who are sort of leading the charge as far as the footballing voices are concerned no, to take up social issues at least social issues i mean I, sorry i'm cutting you off i just feel like i mean if you feel something is wrong you need to speak about it right yeah you can't just sit back and see everything happen in front of you cuz i feel like it today like i mean i did a story with charda actually a similar story uh, uh, last year on something similar cuz i feel like to, you know a lot of us are in this whole i think a string away from football sorry but uh, we are mm-hmm. in this whole phase where acha as long as it's not affecting us we are we are all good with it right like it's not affecting you today maybe it will affect you tomorrow right so we are all in this together so i mean if you feel like there's something wrong you have to have to speak up yeah you i feel like you you have a moral obligation in a way to speak up on these issues 
perfect man and uh, look uh, please uh, i think we've done about 50 minutes today but why not because aaj sunday aaj chutti ka din hai sab ghar baith ke and it's a, it's a lovely chat that we're all having um and may you continue doing that man because uh, you know like like any said people look up to you guys uh, look up to you guys beyond just your skill in football uh, there's so much more than just skill to make it as a professional player um so may you continue doing that much love to you to people like ck vinith i i only took your guys names because you know the, these are the two names i have seen at least in my feed or you know in my periphery uh, but i'm guessing there are a lot more people who are doing it as well from different sports not just football and may that continue aaj ke liye thoda lamba ho gaya apologies for that but aaj sunday hai but jaydeep basu darren caldera and sadant ani once again thank you so much for your time uh, tomorrow again same time same place 1 pm we'll be talking about what else but euro 2020 thank you for watching goodbye thank you thanks guys